Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. 
that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel and to all the different videos I've done on INFJs and all of our different quirks and all of our paradoxes and contradictions. I'm back inside again because it's so cold outside. It's like negative two or something and it's just freezing, negative nine with the wind. Um, there's actually two different temperatures. So wind, wind chill is wind chill is the temperature that we have with the wind and it's actually obviously colder and then you have the typical temperature without the wind um, and so obviously it's always much colder with the wind. All this to say I'm back inside I hope you guys don't mind it too much. In this video I want to speak to you guys about death and how I've done a video on this previously how INFJs are obsessed with death. death. But one of the things that I've noticed for myself is that people don't like talking about death which makes absolute sense. Who wants to talk about death? I mean, except INFJs. INFJs love talking about death. Not only their own death, because we're obsessed with our own death, we're always talking about it with ourselves. I mean, I spend a lot of my time thinking about my death. What will happen when I die? I want to make sure that one of the things I do before I die is take care of all of my different um, assets and um, I know I, I own a couple of properties to make sure that all of my stuff that I own is kind of distributed to my brother and sister so that, you know, they can have it once I'm dead. You know, the the will that I've written out, I've already written out a will, will um, uh, so that I, I, the, the government or the estates or whatever it might be, the people know that this is where all my stuff should go. I don't have a lot of stuff, but I want to make sure that it goes to the right people. And I've already done this. I, I, I gave my will to my sister 10 or 15 years ago, as soon as I realized that, you know, I travel, I'm traveling a lot, I'm doing a lot of things, I'm on the road a lot. What if I die all of a sudden and people don't know that 50% of my assets have to go to my sister and 50% to my brother? That's the only thing I care about. I want to make sure it all goes to them, not to some random government agency, right? And so I've done that already. I'm obsessed with the idea of, you know, how, what's my funeral going to look like? What are people going to say? What are people going to think? Uh, obsessed with the idea of will I be cremated? I've actually done it so that my organs are donated to research, medical research. All of my organs, my eyes, my skin, which is really weird if you think about it, um, and things like that. So I want all of it to be donated to research, right? So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. You know, will I even have a soul if all of my body parts are do donated to science? Will it actually work that way? Of course it will, but I mean, that's an interesting question to think about. I'm also obsessed with the idea of other people's death. Now, this is something that I don't talk about a lot with my people, because if I was telling them I'm obsessed with their death, they might think that I want them to die. That's not the whole point of thinking about death. I think for me specifically, I love thinking about death because it really makes me live fully. The more I can think about death every single day, the more I know that I might die soon. And I, I always think about what do I want to achieve my, with my life if I, have, if I died tomorrow? What do I want to do today? What do I want to achieve today? What do I want to leave behind? What legacy do I want to leave behind? What do I want people to say about me? What do I want people to think about me? And what do I want to leave behind? Because I will die, if not tomorrow, day after tomorrow, or some other day. And so I want to make sure that the legacy, the, the stuff that I'm leaving behind, these videos, the ideas, the written words that, I've written, that I'm leaving behind, my blog, obviously, uh, my stories, my books, all of this stuff is going to be left behind when I'm left, when I'm, I'm gone, right? And is this something that I want to leave behind? Are these the words that I want to leave behind? Are these the sentences, the phrases, the, the voice that I want to leave behind, right? And so I'm always thinking about that. And 
the more I think about that, the more I feel like I live fully because I'm like, well, I could die tomorrow. Okay, cool. I'm going to do a couple of videos that I really, really, really want to share with the world. If I die tomorrow, I've shared these words with them and I feel good about it, right? And so every single night when I go to bed, if I don't wake up tomorrow, then I know that I have done the best. I've lived my life to the best of my ability. I've done everything that I wanted to do and I don't feel bad about having wasted my time here. Now, I think I'm a little bit more anxious or a little bit more involved with this because I wasted so much of my life previously, right? My my 20s were a huge waste of time. I spent all of my time clubbing and drinking and getting wasted. Oh my God, there was so much wasted time then. So the, the moment I think about that time, I think, oh, I have to come, I have to come back here and I really have to live my life properly right now in this moment in time because my 30s are not going to be like that. I'm going to make sure that I use my 30s to the best of my ability. So if I die anytime soon, I can say, okay, yes, my 20s were a waste. I did not do anything useful, but my 30s were absolutely used to the best of my ability, right? Now, coming back to the point of we being, or us being obsessed with uh, other people's death. I have been obsessed with my parents' death since I was a very young child, young child, but since I was very young, <laughs> um, not because I wanted them to die. I love them. I don't want them to die. But I had this thing inside of my head that I had to be prepared for it. I had to prepare for my parents' death. And the way I prepared for it is obviously mentally, not physically. I couldn't physically prepare for it. I was too young. I couldn't get a job or I couldn't save up money. I didn't get an allowance. We were too poor for that. So I couldn't physically save up for it. I couldn't physically prepare for it. But mentally, I could prepare myself for it, right? And also, I used to think to myself, if my parents died, then I would be in charge of my siblings. My siblings were younger than me, much younger than me. Well, three years younger. One's three years younger and the other one's six years younger. And so they're, they're, and to me, they were children, they were babies. And so all the responsibility of taking care of them fell upon my shoulders. Now, I know it was very foolish of me to think this way because, I mean, we had a lot of family and relatives and, and my parents had a lot of friends. So if anything, there were a billion people that could have taken care of us. But for some reason, I didn't think about all those people. And I was like, okay, if they die, I have to take care of everything. I have to take care of my siblings. I have to pay for their school. I have to pay for their university. I have to get a job. I have to make sure that I, I you know, have enough food on the table for them. I have to get them toys. And so all of this was in my head. And so I was planning in my head what I would do in case my parents died. That was one of the reasons I thought about their death a lot. Because I wanted to make sure that I was prepared for it for my siblings' sake. I did not want them to want for anything. I wanted to make sure that if need be, I could be the best substitute parent for them. Weird thoughts, I know, but this is something that INFJs think about a lot. The same thing when I am with someone. It's been a while since I've been with someone, but whenever I am with someone or in a relationship or even friends, I'm always thinking about death, that their death. I'm thinking, okay, so if this person dies, how would I feel? What would I do? What would I say? How would it go? And I'm always thinking about it because I like to visualize it and, and think about the scenarios. You know, how would I behave? Would I cry? Would I throw myself on the floor like I've seen in some soap operas? Would I, you know, bang my head against the wall? Would I do all that stuff? Mostly, obviously not, because I think what happens with all of these scenarios that we kind of play out in our head of all the different funerals that we attend or all the deaths that we encounter, we don't actually feel uncomfortable with death as a lot of people do. I I think we think of death as our constant companion. 
If the Grim Reaper was a person, I think I would be friends with him. I don't know where that thought came from. <laughs> that was a sudden thought. It was actually out of nowhere. Okay. I, but I really think that's true. I, if Grim Reaper was actually a human being or a person or someone who walked around and caused people's death, I think I'd be friends with him. I'd be friends with him because I would like to ask him questions. I'd like to know what he thought and how does he jo- does his job and how he chooses who, who has to die. Does he have a roster? Does he have a, like a long database of people who are going to die? How does it work, right? So it'd be a big mystery to me and I think that'd be a really interesting friendship to have. It's a terrible thing to say, but I think that's actually true for all INFJs. INFJs love thinking about death. We like exploring exploring the idea of death because it's just so fascinating. I mean, what happens after death? And what happens during death? And what about all those life after death experiences? I mean, they die and then they come back to life. Or they die and then experience death for a little bit and they're able to talk about it with people when they come back. I mean, that's so fascinating to me. I find it so, so interesting. And so sometimes, obviously, you might think that an INFJ thinks of death as more interesting than life. And I think that might be actually true. We do think of the dream world as more interesting than the real world, or the death world, the life after death, to be more interesting than this real world, because there's so many more possibilities there, and it's all about our imagination rather than the reality, which can be sometimes very drab and depressing, right? Um... The reason I started doing this video, the reason I'm talking about death so much, is that my parents recently have, both of them have had a a death scare. You know, one of them had a heart attack. Uh, Both of them had heart attacks and they're they're feeling like, as everyone does, as, as soon as you have a death scare, you know, they're, you know, afraid of death. And I noticed that in them because they've started doing, making all of these changes. You know, they started eating healthier. They started walking around a little bit more. My mom's joined yoga classes, hot yoga. And she, I've been t- telling her about this forever and she's never done it. All of a sudden she's joined it. So it's great. I'm so happy. Um, they have, they're drinking green smoothies every day. So, I mean, they're doing all this stuff because obviously they realize that they might die soon and they want to postpone it as much as possible. But for me, I thought that was a really, really good thing. And I actually said to them, you guys are so lucky to have had this death scare. And they were looking at me like I'm insane. But I explained myself to them. I said, now you know that you could die. And because you know that, you're going to live your life even more beautifully, even more fully. Because they've had that death scare. And you know they know, oh my God, I could have almost died. I mean, they could have died. Hundreds of people die of a heart attack every single day. They were lucky enough that we live in a beautiful country with really f- great health care, free health care. And so they were able to go. We can just get up and go to the hospital anytime we want because we're not afraid of being charged for it. So anytime my father feel, felt a pain, he'd just go to the hospital. Every single time he had chest pain, he'd just go to the hospital. My sister, my mom, the same thing. She had like arm pain and she's like, mm, well, it's free. Why don't I just go? And that's why I love Canada because it's not like, oh, well, I, I shouldn't go because it's going to cost me. We don't have to think about that. And that's the reason more and more people are saved rather than die, right? Rather than death, rather than dying. <laughs> That was a that was a wrong sentence. Anyways, so that works out really well for them, and it did work out well for them because it was a, a minor chest pain. My father was like, mm, I don't know, and he went, and it turned out to be a heart attack. My mom, same thing. Her arm was hurting, and she's like, oh, I'll just go, and it turned out to be a minor heart attack. And then they, you know, were able to clean up their arteries. They both had quadruple bypass surgeries. My dad had triple, and my mom had quadruple. Anyways, 
they're now realizing the importance of their life. I mean, I, and I really, really like that for them because they realize how important it is to them. So the problem is that until you have that death scare, you just kind of treat life casually. You think, ah, tra-la-la-la-la, I'm going to live forever kind of thing, right? I mean, right now I'm in my 30s, I'm 35, and I'm healthy enough, I'm very healthy, I take care of myself. So for right now, I have no fear that I'm going to die soon. I mean, I know that I'm, I'm going to die soon because... You know, it will happen either 10 years from now or 30 or 40, whatever. It's still soon enough for me because I want to do so many things. But mostly I'm healthy enough that I can imagine that I would have a, a full life ahead of me if nothing crazy happens, right? And so I'm not as afraid of death as they might be. But just having, even then, you know, even though they're in their 50s and 60s, they still don't understand that they would die soon. And having this this death scare has been really, really, really important to them because it's really proud of them to start living life in the way that they really wanted to. It has taught them, you know, that they can't waste their moments anymore. They can't just casually live life as if they're going to live forever. I mean, the longevity um, hasn't the the. It's still we're only going to live living until 100 years or 120 max. I mean, it hasn't been extended yet our lifespans. Not as much as we'd like them to be, right? Also, that's another question. Would you live for five, six thousand years if you could? I don't know if I would. I think it'd be so boring. But anyways, that's another question for another time. Oh, this video is already so long. I think I've diatribed on it long enough. I just love talking about death so much, as you guys can tell. <laughs> I shall see you guys in the next video. Again, if you guys have any questions about this or any other topic, message me anytime. All my contact information is in the description below or you can comment below. I love reading your comments. You guys are brilliant, brilliant brilliant people and i'm so happy that you guys are messaging me and asking me interesting questions i shall see you guys in the next video bye for now thanks for listening if you want to put a face to the voice you can check out my youtube channel boom shaka bye for now hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 